Life Audio. Faith Over Fear is brought to you by Life Audio and is part of our Faith Toolkit series. For more inspirational, faith-affirming podcasts, visit us at lifeaudio.com. Hello, and welcome to the Faith Over Fear podcast, where we attack our most pervasive fears with truth, because life's too short for any of us to live enslaved. I'm Jody Bailey, and at Faith Over Fear, we're passionate about helping God's children live in freedom. We'd love to connect with you online or on social media. Just visit our show notes to learn how to connect with us. Today, we're continuing our series of episodes on God's promises with an episode about God's promise to have a plan for our lives. So have you ever felt like you were completely out of control? You had no idea what was going on in your life. You had no idea how to make sense of it. I'm willing to bet you have because we've all been there. You ever felt like you didn't know what you were going through and it had no purpose? It had no reason? Like you had more questions than answers? No plan? Well, here's the thing. I've felt that way too. I can remember the first time I saw the verse Jeremiah 29, 11. It says, for I know the plans I have for you, declares the Lord. Plans to prosper you and not to harm you. Plans to give you hope and a future. If you're familiar with any kind of Bible verses at all or, or any kind of scriptures about God's plan, you've probably heard Jeremiah 29, 11 before. But if you haven't, then it's kind of a really cool verse to stumble upon. I was going through a time, uh, it started when I was 18, and I was walking through this intense season of fear. I had what's called agoraphobia, and for three months, I didn't leave my house, and finally, I got out. I, of course, I saw a counselor. I had a therapist. I had a psychiatrist, and I, I got out. I got married, and and seven or eight years later, I was just railing at God, like, Why? why am I going through this? What's the point of this? What's the point of taking my life and hamstringing it this way where I'm totally living in fear? Now, I'm not saying God made that happen, but I do think given the way my life was going before that, that he allowed it because one of the things it did was it brought me back to him. I was living my own life, my own way. I mean, I was that straight up 18 year old doing what I wanted to do, making my own plans, not even asking God what he wanted. And so I really think Kind of like he tells, he tells Peter at one point, I'm going to allow you to be sifted like wheat. Satan's going to sift you like wheat. God allowed that because there were things in Peter that had to be shaken out. There were things in me that had to be shaken out. But I can still remember just saying, God, I don't understand. I don't understand why. I can remember being on my knees, on my bed. We were living in Michigan at the time. I was away from my family. And, and I had just gotten married, new job, new place. And I was just like, everything felt like it was a wreck because of this fear. I couldn't do anything without fear, without girding myself up and making myself ready. And it just overwhelmed me. And I wanted so badly to be, quote, normal. <laughs> and I think we've all felt that way at some time in our lives. But I was going through all of that, and I, but I was also learning because I was away from my family and I was kind of, my husband's job kept him away, kept him, he had to work 14 and 15 hour days and Saturdays and sometimes Sundays. And so I was kind of on my own for the first time. And I started to learn how to read the Bible for myself. I started to work, to really learn how to dig into God's word and, and look for things. And it was the first time I ever walked into a Christian bookstore <laughs> 
And I walked into a Christian bookstore one Saturday. I can remember it. It was a sunny day. And right as I walked in, there was this plaque sitting there and it had Jeremiah 29, 11 on it. For I know the plans I have for you, declares the Lord, plans to prosper you and not to harm you, plans to give you hope and a future. And I thought, wow, that's just for me. I had no idea that this is on like plates and and plaques and, and journals and, and you can see this verse everywhere. But when I walked in for somebody battling the crippling fear and all the things I was battling, that verse was a lifeline and I latched onto it. I started to see it everywhere. Like I said, I had no idea it was like out there. I thought it was just for me. <laughs> so we've all kind of done that. I thought it was just for me because how God works. So it was for me. You know, he did allow me to notice that verse for the first time in that moment. And I lived it. I mean, I finally grasped, okay, God, I don't get it. But this pain has a purpose. This, even this fear has a purpose. And I didn't understand it. And I won't say I had it down perfect from that moment. But I felt so much more of God's presence and I felt so much more of his peace and I felt so much more of his um, just that there was not this was not in vain and it will never be in vain because God can use all of these things that we go through. And in fact, he's already looking at it and he already has a plan for it. And so not too long after that, a couple of years later, I really started looking at Jeremiah 29, 11 in context. And I'd like to read for you Jeremiah 29, 11 through verses 14, because there's a little more to it. And God says, for I know the plans I have for you, declares the Lord, plans to prosper you and not to harm you, plans to give you hope and a future. Then you will call on me and come and pray to me and I will listen to you. You will seek me and find me when you seek me with all your heart. I will be found by you, declares the Lord, and will bring you back from captivity. I will gather you from all the nations and places where I have banished you, declares the Lord, and I will bring you back to the place from which I carried you into exile. See, I felt like I was in exile. So this was perfect for me. But let's talk about who he was actually talking to in the context of that verse, who Jeremiah was writing this to. See, Jeremiah is talking to Israel. They're in exile in Babylon. They have they were they had sinned. They had turned their backs on God, and God had said, Hey. You're going to get taken out of your land and you're going to live 70 years in Babylonian exile. Can You can read more about that in the Bible. We'll put the verses in the show notes. But one of the things God did, they were being punished and they are suffering the consequences of their sin. They are being punished. Sometimes things happen to us because of our sin. Sometimes things happen to us because of other people's sin. And sometimes things happen to us because we live in a sinful fallen world. The thing is, none of these things thwart God's plan. In the midst of delivering the punishment to them and talking to them about this punishment, God has Jeremiah say to them in, in 29, 11 through 14, hey, I'm still here. I still have great big plans for you. I'm waiting. And when you're ready to come back to me and you turn to me with your whole heart, You'll find me right here and I'll deliver you. Their sin did not stop God from loving them. Their sin did not stop God from having a plan for Israel that continued on out. And our sins, other people's sins, the world's sins, they don't stop God's plan for us. See, we're never too far gone. God's still here. Our mistakes, our sins can't derail his divine plan. But that doesn't mean his plan is always going to be 
easy. We go through hard things. And like I said, it can be because of something we've done, because of something someone else has done. If you back up to Jeremiah 29, verses 8 through 9, or even back up to chapter 28, one of the things God says is that God has Jeremiah say is that there will be false prophets who will come along and they will promise that there's going to be peace or there's going to be ease or there's going to be freedom. And see, in those hard times when we're suffering consequences, it's hard to not cling to that. It's hard to not look for the ease and the peace and the freedom. We want to find our way back to, quote, normal. How many of us have said that the last two years? Why can't we get back to normal? You know, but there's not always going to be ease and peace and freedom. In the hard times, what we need to focus on is not the past. It's not on the ease and the peace and the freedom. It's on God because that's where our peace and our freedom is. If we look at Romans 8:28, God says, we know that in all things, God works for the good of those who love him who have been called according to his purpose, that ties right in with Jeremiah 29, 11. He knows what's happening and he's going to make it work for the best. I remember after that season of fear, I still didn't understand when I came out of it. I still did not understand why God let me go through that for an entire decade. And I know some people go through it longer because God has a different plan for each of us. But there was one day about five years ago I had a student and she had a panic attack and she crawled under her desk and wouldn't come out. And none of the teachers knew what to do with her, but one knew what I had gone through. And she called me and she said, can you come in here? And I did. And I crawled under the desk with that student and I knew what to say. And I knew how to hold her close. And I knew how to pray over her because I had been the person metaphorically under the desk who was having the panic attack. And I knew what I wished somebody had done for me. And so in that moment, as I was sitting there with her, I remember thinking, God, I understand. And in a way, it was in one way, in that one moment, it had been worth it to be there for her. Because this child, this this 12-year-old, she needed someone. And so in that moment, God allowed me to be that someone. And so that was that plan, that working of good of that thing that I didn't understand. God's plan is not always an easy road. In fact, it rarely is. He does promise that his burden is easy and his yoke is light when we follow him because he helps us through it, not because it is easy or light. But if you look at so many things in the Bible, Israel didn't just walk into the promised land. They had to fight for it, but God was with them. Moses had to go head to head with Pharaoh. He didn't just walk in one time, say, hey, let my people go. Pharaoh said, okay, no, that's not how it worked. If you go into Exodus, he had to go over and over to Pharaoh. And then the army chased him out. Pharaoh sent his army to chase him out. They faced hardship, but in all of it, God was with them. Abraham was called by God out of his homeland and away from his family. And God didn't say, hey, Abraham, I'm going to tell you exactly where to go. He just set out. I'll tell you when to stop. And Abraham did. He got there. He settled down. There was a famine. He had to leave. But God was with him. Jonah had to deliver a message to an evil, violent people. David had to endure the threat of death at Solomon's hand before he could become king. The path to God's will isn't always easy. 
but he is with us all the way because he has a plan. And in each of those things, we learn things, we learn to trust in God more. I would not be the person I am today had I not walked through that season of fear. I would not rely on God the way I do today had I not walked through that season of fear. And so I can look back and see some of what God was planning for me, what he needed for me to learn. And again, I'm, God didn't cause that, but he allowed it. And I'm so grateful. Would I want to do it again? No, but I'm so grateful for the time because I can look back and I can see him in it. Hi, everyone. If you've been injured in an accident that was not your fault, listen up. We have legal professionals standing by to answer your questions for free. Call now and find out if you have a case and how much it's potentially worth. Call 800-497-4410. I'm here with spokesman John Wolfe. So, John, tell everyone listening who should call right now. Well, Maria, first off, thank you for having me here. It's always nice to answer the listeners' questions. Now, as far as who should call in, anyone who's been injured in an accident and think you deserve compensation, give us a call right now. 800-497-4410. You'll find out if you have a case and how much it's potentially worth. Thanks, John. You heard it, folks. Take advantage of this opportunity and call now. 800-497-4410. Advertisement sponsored by Legal Help Center may not be available in all states. You know, even when we try to derail his plan, God still has a plan. If you go back to David... David, if you if you read David's story in the Bible, you know, not only did he commit adultery, he had a man killed to cover it up. And yet God still had a plan when David returned to him with his whole heart, as it says in Jeremiah 29, 12 and 13. Then you will call on me and come and pray to me and I will listen to you. You will seek me and find me when you seek me with all your heart. David sought God with all his heart. God had a plan. Abraham and Sarah, God told them they were going to birth in Genesis, that they were going to birth the child that would be the child of the promise. And they went and tried to do it themselves. They they brought in Sarah's handmaiden, uh, Hagar, and had another child. But God still had a plan. Even with Israel wandering the wilderness for 40 years as a consequence of not trusting God and his promise, there was still a plan that carried on. They still went into the promised land. So even going back to Jeremiah, in Jeremiah 29.10, God actually says to them, yeah, you're being punished, but he lays it down. It's going to be 70 years. He gives them a timeline. He gives them a schedule because he knows when they're going to turn back with their whole hearts, 70 years. And then you know what? He never backed off from the plan for them. But there is something for us to do. Jeremiah 29.13 tells us that if we turn to him and seek him with our whole heart, he will be found. You know what? No matter what we do, no matter where we go, God will be found. So the next time you feel like things are out of control, remember God is sovereign. He is there. He will be found. He's seen the end from the beginning. He's already in all of this ahead of you, making a way, working with a purpose, doing things for our good and his glory. We pray with me. Father God, I thank you so much. That even when it looks out of control in the world, even when it looks out of control in our lives, it is not. You have a plan. You have a purpose. And nothing we can do 
can deter you from that plan, Lord. And I am so grateful for that. I am grateful that when we look back at our trials, we can look back and see you in them. And Father God, I pray for those listening today who are walking through seasons they don't understand, through seasons that seem dark, through seasons that seem like they're alone, that you are there with them. And I pray that you show them you are there with them and that you give them a glimpse of your glory. Thank you, Lord, in Jesus' name. Amen. Thank you for listening. I hope this episode will help you rest in God's plan for your life, even on the days when it makes no sense. Remember, He's there in all of it. If you've not already done so, we encourage you to subscribe to this podcast. Then you won't miss a single episode. Please share it with others on social media. We'd be encouraged also if you'd rate it as well, because that helps others find it too. Until next time, may you live with the courage of one who has truly been set free. Hey everyone, thanks for listening to Faith Over Fear, a production of Life Audio and the Salem Web Network. If you enjoyed what you heard today, we'd love for you to head over to your favorite podcast app and leave us a review. To learn more about Jennifer Slattery or to check out any of the resources she mentioned in this episode, just head over to her website, jenniferslatterylivesoutloud.com, or check out our show notes. This episode was produced by Kelly Givens and edited by Stephen Sanders. A special thanks to our executive producer, Stephen McGarvey. For more Faith Toolkit podcasts like this, just head over to lifeaudio.com. Hey there, it's Nicole Eunice from the How to Study the Bible podcast, and I'd love to invite you to join us as we weekly discover a passage of God's Word together. From beginning to end, from principles to practicals, we are here to make sure that God's Word is powerful and relevant to your life. If that sounds like something you're looking for, I would love to invite you to subscribe. You can go to lifeaudio.com and search How to Study the Bible, and we'll see you there.